0: A YouTube rapper, come on, give me credit I don't need to do reactions to get views, okay, I said it Not a label rapper, I'm way too offensive Go ahead and call me clickbait, I'm in millions I'm independent not a mungo rapper, y'all understand every single word I'm not taking Xanax, rapping about money, liquor, and girls Not a SoundCloud rapper, I got hits, you actually have heard I exist outside the internet, done shows around the world Not a boom bad rapper, I'm not stuck in 1998 I like Boo Tang, but that vibe is kinda old and grimy. Eh. Not a conscious rapper, all those rappers sound like SJ Dubs. Not a gangster rapper, cooling up without being a thug. I'm not country rap, I don't play guitar, I don't drive a truck, I don't trip tobacco, get the Chevy stuck, and beat a mud. I'm not horror car, I don't paint my face, I don't trip. I can only be myself, and I am Tom McDonald, bitch. I think I gotta let him know. Hey, hey, hey. And let me say it from the soul, man. I hate Hip Hop, I dare you. Call Me a rapper when all these rappers don't have nothing left to say. I hate hair pop. It's full of liars and necklaces, little rappers about us. We left their name. I hate hair pop. Keep the glittering and glamorous. All these rappers are putting kids in their grave. I hate hair pop. The whole culture is cancer. They'll kill their mama for some clout in the chain. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Not a <bitch> <laughs> hey, the good uh, morning, <laughs> Alan. More so to I was I thought this was like a joke, right? No, it's not on the joke. cover album art for his shit. Yeah, he's like got half a shaved head, like uh, you know, like what twelve-year-old girls like to do is like shave just half their head, <laughs> right? And then it's just like this super long shit from the top, and he's tattooed all over the side of his head, on, on his face and everything. You yeah. know, your face inside of his head. You're a serious rapper if you've got. Tattoos on your face. Well, that's a thing now, right? Like again, it's back to the only way you're legit is if you're got face tattoos. It, yeah, if you can't function in regular society at like a with you a tie have and to be a suit and tie suit and tie again. job. Yeah, like not you're not getting a, a job anywhere else. Not just a rapper. I mean, you could be a strip club DJ or maybe a cook. I don't even know if they'll hire you in a restaurant I'm, anymore these days. I'm just joking. You know, there's tons of people with face tattoos That work at, like, M&T Oh, yeah I don't even think Burger King would hire you I think Burger King would hire you With a face tattoo? Yeah, they're pretty outgoing right now Not like his face tattoos, though Like, he's got, like, the Statue of Liberty on the side of his head Well, goddamn, that's American But it's not really the Statue of Liberty I can't see it, it looks like the Statue of Liberty It's (laughs) a hard picture to see Probably, like, a cover-up of a penis (laughs) There's some words on the side of his head you know, I always thought this with the head tattoo. Okay, I like tattoos, right? Right. But talk about something that's hard to maintain, right? You get you get this thing in the side of your head, right? Which you have to shave your head for to, to for do. people to see, yeah. Well, for for them to do oh, it, for them to do it, right? But then you have to shave your head like every other day, right? Because you're gonna end up with this like stubble coming out of your your fresh tattoo. tattoo. Yeah. Okay. Now, right. during the healing process of a tattoo. Like, hair growing in there sucks. Right. It does. It, it just hurts. does. Well, it, it's not that it hurts. It itches because oh. your hair is growing back right. through, and right. it's, it's touching dead, you know, scabbing skin. And, you know, now you got it in the side of your head where the majority of your hair is. Right. That would suck. I know. That's why I didn't. I never got a tattoo because that was where I was gonna get a tattoo. Like, well, on the back of my head. You, you were, you were like, I just don't want to shave the back of my head to no, get a tattoo. I, I thought, no, I thought. Well, I had the long hair on top and the head shaved around. Oh, you did. Went off to college and I'm thinking, oh shit, I'll get a tattoo. Yeah, I'll that get. that head shaving thing was big in like the, the, 90, the well, 90s. Well, late 90s, mid 90s. Mid 90s. Yeah. I had a cousin um, who did that too. Yeah, it was. It, it just was easy. You wanted long hair, but yeah. you wanted to also put it up. You yeah. know, in case it was warm. But uh, I never got. Thank God, I never got a tattoo. You know, I just I, I'm not the 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 best person with ideas. At certain times, like sometimes I make bad decisions, and that would have been a really bad decision. I wanted well, to. Well, no, because once you grew your hair back in, you'd be fine. And this was the thought. The thought was, I could always grow my hair back in, and then when I'm 90 or 80 or whatever, I'd have a really cool thing that I could talk about. You or nobody like a, would even know it's there. Yeah, I, I have a buddy who who has a giant head tattoo. Yeah, and he goes once in a while. He'll just grow his hair out, just to grow it out, and then he shaves it again. He's like it's shaved head season, so he shows it off in the in the spring and summer and fall. You know, I, I blame it on Coco Beware. Who? Coco Beware, the I, famous wrestler I, 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 with the flame tattoo on his head. Oh yeah, I pretty sure he had guy. a flame tattoo on his head. I know, uh, not that the virus is listening, but he would correct me if he was here. If you ever paid attention to our show, like Brendan or anything, I just never really got the idea of a head tattoo. Like that shit's gotta hurt like a motherfucker too. I feel like well, I mean, you got tattoos. Everybody gets tattoos now. Like uh, people go out of their way to get like lots of tattoos. Like I don't know. I don't go just, out of my way. I don't have the money to afford it. Well, I, there is people that, that's what, that's I don't what they do with their expendable income. I mean, but it's I, not like you know. I, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna eat ramen for six months just so i can go and buy a tattoo right it's like i just got i just got enough enough money uh there's 10 sessions i gotta do yeah yeah it's yeah i don't know it's just not me well and that's a i feel like if you're paying for for artwork the the funniest thing is when people pay good money for really bad tattoos i love seeing that shit like they they pay good money and then they they fucking sit down and they show you your tattoo and you're like that looks stupid yeah well, I think we're just in agreement that Tom McDonald, you know, went for it. Oh yeah, no, he no, he's from Vancouver, which is more shocking that he has tattoos like oh, that. Oh really, Vancouver? Yeah. Uh, like that that northwest region of the U.S. and like this that southwest region of Canada doesn't seem like the the face tattoo culture. <laughs> like they seem more like you know the hidden tattoos, like on your arms. You you like when you go out to the Vancouver. concerts on the weekends. You got the the arm tattoos, so you can roll up your sleeves and show them off, like your cool band tattoos. But you do have to go. Like, you ever watch Portlandia? Okay. It seems like that to me. Like, there's not a lot of guys on Portlandia that have face tattoos. Okay, see that Northwest. Yeah, yeah, Vancouver just reminds. I've never been there. Just the name Vancouver reminds me of San Francisco for some reason. Only probably without all the shit on the ground. See, I think of, I think it's more like Seattle. Whenever I see stuff, it feels like that Seattle well, they, vibe. They've always like had. They Everybody had, loves their Starbucks. Uh, see, <laughs> it, they've had decriminalized weed there and, and decriminalized for prostitution a for a long time. Yeah. So, I think they've been more hip, and maybe that's just. So they were they were cool before Portland was cool. They were cool before, Denver was cool. Yeah. Now everybody wants. Let's go, Denver, man. So I, I just have a, I have the wrong perception is what you think is that it's more of a, you know, it's more of a face tattoo culture in Vancouver. It than could it be. Is. See, I always think because they have uh, Victoria Island out there, and it's supposed to be super fancy at Victoria Island. Well, isn't that what happens? You have a super fancy place, and then everybody else is like, "Let's get face tattoos." Let's get face tattoos. And I don't know about you, I somebody else said this before, but like when I was younger. A neck tattoo is hardcore. Like if somebody had a neck tattoo, yeah. you're like, "Oh man, they're in a gang or they're from jail or something like that." Yeah. Now it's the, commonplace. the most you ever saw with a face tattoo, though, up until like the I didn't, even in the '90s, the most you ever saw no. was like the teardrop, right? The teardrop, and that again, that was like a gangster kind of like. Well, the teardrop is a whole thing. Like you, you lost somebody that you love because you're in a gang or something like that. Oh, I or thought or it you was you because they brother. killed. I thought that they killed people or something. Was the teardrop for murder? Like I can't remember. Murd- I thought there was a different one for murder on your cheek. They're crying because they murdered so many people. No, some guys just had like a waterfall coming out. <laughs> Now I gotta look up the meaning <laughs> behind a, a teardrop face tattoo. Uh, <laughs> teardrop face tattoo. But anyways, I had to I had to shoot Tom McDonald a shout out. Um, I fell asleep on YouTube and I woke up to I hate hip hop, and then I thought it was a joke like you said. Yeah. And I checked out some of his other songs, and they're amazing. It, it, I mean, sounds like a fun song. I yes. don't know uh, how much I can. Listen to him. Get into Todd McDonald, man. Get into him. His other songs are pretty good. You know good. I, I flip. I've been flipping lately on my music, right? Like I've, we've, me and you have talked. Like we're all into the the rock and punk and everything else, right? Double horns. No one can see that. on You're the podcast. you're really into the heavy stuff, and right. I'm more into the pop punk and punk, you know, mid '90s punk. Yeah, yeah. But I've been flipping back and forth lately, like to throwing what? throwing on some freaking weird hip hop music. I don't know what it's been lately, but I've been listening to, like, nine early 90s hip-hop, you know, NWA stuff, well, all that kind of stuff. And it's just like, and I was never yeah. into that. Like, I never really, but I'm just like, man, there's some good shit in You know what I've noticed, too? I don't know. There's a channel out there. Like, there's a stone metal, metal of doom that plays all, like, uh, he's got all stoner rock or, like, doom music. Yeah. And now there's, like, this hip-hop one where they're putting deep cuts of, like, Snoop Dogg and Dre and uh Tupac and all that on on YouTube and saying it's like brand new album. Here's a brand new album from DMX and yet it's like something from the mid nineties that it's a deep cut on an album that no one's ever heard. Yeah. And all these people are like, dude, love the new album, blah blah blah. And then <laughs> you know, random post, uh idiots, that's from nineteen ninety fours, blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, Oh, that's awesome because I almost thought the same thing. <laughs> All right. Are you ready for the tattoo or yep. the, uh, the teardrop? Tear- we were both correct. Oh. We were both correct. So, how's that? It possible? can signify a, a multitude of different things. Uh, it, that they spent time in jail, one. Or more specifically, that the wearer was raped while incarcerated. Oh, jeez. And it's <laughs> tattooed by the rapist as a property mark. What? I never <laughs> heard that. That's Since funny. they can't be concealed. So, like, if you were raped in prison, you get a teardrop, that means you were raped in prison. Oh, goddamn. Um, or that you lost somebody. Okay. And then, or the female companions of a prisoner, um, they can do, you know, they get it because they're crying because their loved one's in jail Oh, or that, you know, that they lost a friend or whatever. Little Wayne, that's why he has teardrops. It's all his friends. Um, or it could mean that you've raped or killed someone or molested children. Oh, geez. And it can mean that the meaning can change depending on whether the teardrop is empty or is filled with ink. Empty oh. outline of a teardrop may mean the wearer committed an attempted murder or that the wearer is seeking revenge. And then it says sometimes the exact meaning of the tattooed is only known by the wearer, which is terrible. That's horrible. Yeah, I'd rather get like little, you know, the lines and the line through it, like one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For whatever I, it's like the, but that's usually they do that for how many days they spent in jail, right? Like their their a tattoo like Instead that? of scratching it in the wall, they just oh. get a line. ZZ ZZ oh, that'd be horrible. Well, I mean, yeah, you go zzz, zz, but it's not. It's a, a, a needle with yeah. some pen ink that they're doing <laughs> in a dirty cell. We, they, we had this conversation, because when I first got my the inside of my arm done, it was, it was, what, just this past fall. I mean, that shit hurt, and it hurt for a few days. And, and I kept telling him, like, my son jumped up on my arm, and I'm like, you got to stop, I'm like because this hurts. It's a scab. It's healing, blah, blah, blah. Well, the other day, I'm laying on the couch, and he walks over, and he like pokes my tattoo. And he's like, does that still hurt, Dad? And I'm like, no. And he's like, what do you mean? I'm like, it's healed. And he goes, what's that mean? And I'm like, it's now my skin. Oh, wow. <laughs> he goes, he goes, what do you mean it's now your skin? And I go, because now I've dyed the pigment of my skin. That's what tattoos do, is they dye your skin permanently. And he goes, why don't you just use permanent marker instead of sticking a needle in your Oh, jeez. I'm like, it doesn't work that way. That's right. not how it works. <laughs> so he was all shocked to find out that it was actually just my skin now. Uh... you know what I think would be funny with this teardrop face tattoo. Like you walk up to a guy in the street and you see him have it and you go, I'm i I'm sorry about what happened to you while you were in jail. Do you oh, need to no, talk to somebody? I, I, no way. Because uh-uh. <laughs> you don't know the meaning. No, I don't talk you know, when I see people's tattoos, I don't I don't make comments because in general, because I'm not sure. W- What's going on? Some people get tattoos because they like, you know, the pictures and art, like you know, you're saying. Other people get like personal tattoos where you're just like, oh, what's that scarecrow? And it's like, you know, they have some crazy story about getting beat in a field when they were younger, and (laughs) you know, you're like, oh shit, I didn't want to know all that. I just thought it was a cool, creepy scarecrow, but now you scared me. I'm the kind of guy that I just get tattoos because I like tattoos. I don't have stories behind my tattoos. There's no and. It's pretty evident because it's five Star Wars tattoos on my arm, right. and it, so it's not. It's just I like Star Wars. It's and, cool. And any any woman who's like almost thirty who has a, a whole script of words on her side, yeah, or like a poem, yeah, you're like, oh no, oh no I, don't, <laughs> I don't. I don't want to get into the psychology of what happened. I, you know, it's I see with and it's I don't want to offend too many people, but not too many, people, just a bunch of them, just a bunch of them. <laughs> like they get them on their forearms, and it's like a saying, and it's like what. Why? Why put that on you? You know my my one like, buddy. You th- know how many other girls have the black lettered script writing yeah. on their forearm? Like, yep. you're not being original. With uh, the feathers, like they don't come up with yeah, any idea feather? with the feathers. Yeah, it's, it's so they can spread their wings and fly. I wish I had a better sound effect board right yeah. now because that was uh, it. it I just see like I see people with the feathers running up and I'm like what the fuck like you know how many people have that Yeah but dudes dudes in the 90s had the tribal tattoos that was like the big thing I'm going yeah, to tribal but tattoo y- You know how many guys up. are trying to cover those up now? Me for one. Did you have a tribal one? I didn't have I that. have 3 of them and ah! that's what I'm trying to do is fucking cover the goddamn things up. I hate them. It's, it's... I realized how stupid they were. You got it didn't take stamp like a tramp long. stamp, like like a tramp stamp for guys. I turned 18 in 2001, right? So it didn't take long like up until very early 2000s the tribal tattoo was still like a thing yeah yeah and then all of a sudden like i got him and like two years later i was like oh fuck this is dumb <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck was i thinking i don't want it's not like <laughs> barbed wire around my arm or anything it's like but it's on my shoulder and i'm like this is stupid see then you got to be like the the drummer <laughs> from uh raging Against the machine and just start just inking it all in <laughs> Yeah, that's about what it is. <laughs> and that's the problem with the tribal tattoos. They're such a pain in the ass to cover up, right? So, because they're just dark. Yeah, they're, they're just dark. pounded into you dark lines, right? Now, there are some tribal tattoos that look really cool. Like, I think, like, The Rock, his whole Hawaiian well, tribal yeah, tattoo I on mean, his arm. I mean, yeah. I know it has significance in his culture. But it does look cool on him. But it like, does look cool, right? Yeah. It's not like this really dumb tattoo, it's not a dumb tribal tattoo. Um, but there's, I just see, I see these guys like all the time that what do you, have them up their arms, and I'm like, what? Wait, wait. What do you think of the negative ones where it's like they color it in so much, and then just the skin is like the tattoo? That's kind of cool. Yeah, it's a lot of work. I don't think I, you know, I, I can't imagine just getting a it's little a, letter. Yeah, just negative I mean, space tattoo. Yeah, that's it's a little much. You got to plan out for that. That's that's like I'm gonna take ten years of my life and figure out. The negative space on my body to figure out how i'm gonna color every inch and except for this line and that line and whatever Well, see I, that just gave me a an idea for something i'm when i do my left arm because my left arm is going to be a full sleeve that's the plan right when i can afford it retirement's coming <laughs> i want to use my retirement income for that right i'd like to get it pretty soon but it's going to cost a lot of money it's a, you know, it's a nice thing that Kate doesn't listen to the podcast because I can kind of be open about how much it cost me for my arm. Because uh, uh, she doesn't uh, quite know exactly how much it costs. She's like, I accidentally uh, clicked on the podcast at 19 minutes in and <laughs> I heard. She doesn't quite know how much it costs because it was kind of just like, eh, it was this much, you know, whatever. And I mean, she knows it's a hundred bucks an hour. Like, right. It's not cheap. I'm trying to think of like what I would ever spend a hundred bucks an hour on. And it's not many things. Your car, hundred bucks an hour. Your, your mechanic probably charges close to that. Ooh, eighty maybe. Well, no, I think I think my mechanic's pretty good uh, up there in Lockport. Uh, Is it at a dealership? No. Okay. Red Redline Automotive. I well, say. I was gonna say because if it's at a dealership, it's usually gonna be a hundred or more. I think I've said his name, J- Jameson. He's the best. I don't know. How could you not go to a guy named you Jameson? A, you have a guy that works on a Prius who doesn't work for a Toyota dealership. Yeah, and he's awesome. And he's kind of crazy. And he like I feel like he has to turn work away because he's so busy and he's such such a good mechanic. Well his his whole shop is, you know, good yeah. people. So it's like, yeah, you know, uh I think you can get away with uh not doing that for another year. <laughs> yeah, see, but it's a, that's uh that's a I don't know. That's like a little shop mechanic type he's of thing not, is though. that's the funny and, thing. I, he's, he's probably but he's like a privately owned thing like yeah i've noticed saying, that with yeah. a lot of different things is they're more likely to tell you that oh you can get away with not doing this for a little while i mean obviously dealerships are going to try to push as much as they can yeah right away right it's a thing and well, it's that's not a bad money. thing they're ju- yeah. it's how they make money but it's also a safety concern if you you are in a big huge dealership there's a lot more liability to you because people are more likely to come after you than if it's like your buddy down the road who's running this little and he's real good to you and he's really nice to you. You're not going to go after him if he tells you, hey, eh, you could probably run another six months on those tires and then two of them blow out yeah, four miles down the road. But not tires. Everybody wants to get you on tires. I mean, this is like the, I don't know, the random stuff. It's almost like some stuff's, you know, I don't know. Your air filter. I don't even want to think about my car right now. Actually, it's got <laughs> you're, like you're about in the same spot I am with it's a like car two hundred thousand miles almost. Well, my car is at one. It just rolled over one seventy not too Ooh. long ago, and I'm just like, "What year is Yours? Two thousand ten. Shit, I got two thousand five. How'd you put that many miles? Oh, I bought it po- with sixty. Coming into the podcast, I bought it with sixty. <laughs> that and working one hundred and four miles commuting oh, yeah. every day when I was in yeah, Niagara yeah. Falls. That's true, but it it's got a lot of miles on it, and it's like, do I do I want to do this now? Like. <laughs> Right. This is a $500 job. This one's a $500 job. <laughs> I mean, the last time we did the podcast that I had to go up and get work done, it cost me 400 bucks. Right. I remember that whole. And now I'm looking at the back end of my car going, oh, shit, I'm going to need fucking suspension in the back end of this thing. Don't even think about it. Buy another car. You work at a dealership, Alan. Go get a deal on a car. I just can't find I, it's I can't get Don't get deal. a tattoo. I can't get the deal Hold that off on I the want tattoo. on the car that I want. Hold off on the tattoos. I don't wanna, you know, it's funny because you say work in a dealership, go get a deal, but the biggest like enemy of car salespeople is buying cars, right? You can't give yourself a commission. <laughs> no, you can, but you go in and you, you you see these cars every day, so you know what's available, what yes. kind of technology. So you start picking out. I'm not a car guy. I'm slowly becoming a car guy because there's things that I'm going. Oh, if I do this, I want this. Right. If I want, if I'm going to get this, I want this, and and, and I'm I'm breaking it down. I've slowly built up that I I am my next vehicle is going to be a sixty thousand dollar pickup truck. Oh boy! And I'm like, all right, I'll just wait for that because I don't want to settle for anything else. Now we have these new vehicles in that I'm looking at. I'm going, okay, if I was to get that, I could settle on this, but I would want this. And I don't want. I'm like, if I'm going to spend the money, there's things I want to settle on and things I don't want to settle on. I, I don't know if I, I don't want to talk about it too much, but what's your impression of Cybertruck? I hate it. You I think it looks like, stupid. The look, really? The look of it? Yeah, it's just dumb. Like it <sighs> doesn't make sense to me that why would you make it look like that? You're not gonna you're not gonna attract truck owners with it looking like that, right? Do you think he cares? Do you think he, he has to care to a point, especially when Ford is backing a company that's gonna look like a pickup truck, Chevy is backing a company that's gonna look like a pickup truck. They just announced that or they just said there's eight trucks that are potentially gonna be released in twenty twenty one that are electric pickup trucks. Yeah, but I, I haven't seen any of that like really the the only one the only news that I saw about like electric SUVs even was the Hummer. Like I think that's kinda interesting. Everything else doesn't interest me at all. Unless Ford does a Bronco, like a they're not like gonna an old do that in Bronco. they're bad Ford is backing a company called Rivian. I can't remember who GM no, is backing. I remember I, I, I read that and I But whatever. Rivian is building an actual pickup truck. Like right. it looks I, like a pickup truck. I think Ford's just gonna license their technology. I don't think they're gonna do anything other than that. They're hey, here's some money, develop that shit, and then we're just gonna take your technology and use well, it. Well, yeah, why there. wouldn't they? Yeah. It's the same thing Chevy's doing. Chevy shut down the cruise plant in Lordstown, Ohio, right? They shut that down. People were gonna clamor because they shut down they stopped making the Chevy cruise. So then there was rumor that they were gonna move the production of their all electric car there because it it's being produced somewhere else, and I can't remember where the fuck it is. But they were talking about that was going to change over to that. That didn't go on. What happened was this company that's building this electric truck is in that area. They're renting the property in the factory to build their truck. Mm. And then Chevy's like, why don't we throw you $40 million to invest right, in this company? Yeah. So they're like, we're going to throw you $40 million in support. And what are they going to do? They're going to license the product, and they're going to put a Chevy badge on it. Of course. Awesome. Which, who gives a shit, right? It's keeping the it's keeping that factory open, in this company, and they're building a the truck. Like I said, though, the thing that I don't get is why you would build that cyber truck looking the way it does, because it's not going to attract the guys that you want to attract. Well, did you hear what he said? I mean, with the the steel, I don't know what that that steel was called, but like they had to, like they it's, they can't press it like a normal car, like use a, a giant press to press it down. It just had to be made that way because of the way that steel is so are rolled, they using stainless steel like the delorean is no, that why rolled, the delorean had it's like rolled steel or cold steel or something cold like that rolled steel cold rolled cold. which it only does flat is basically it. okay so and it's apparently on the space shuttle or whatever that he builds so <laughs> you know it's super strong i get it like people don't teslas all the time so might as well you know have a super strong material but i don't that and see that doesn't make sense either because why would you make it heavier it doesn't matter because the torque on an electric engine is crazy yeah it does matter though because when it comes down to battery range and everything why the hell would you do that but they still have the the battery range at whatever because they can put more batteries in the the bed of a pickup and probably i mean the range is still like 300 or 350 or whatever it is so it, it doesn't matter at that point it it i think weighted down i could have done this so much better i see for me i i'm agree with like i don't necessarily like how it looks i like all the weird stuff that you can do with it like the little camping thing you just throw the little camping tent on it and the grill pops out and you that's can grill not new. on it that's not new i know though. i like that though okay you can do that with any pickup truck on the market right now dude it's cyber truck though it doesn't matter you Can live in a ufo <laughs> <laughs> no i don't want i really i'm not you know not a big fan of the the shape and size of it. I'd it, like to be. I'd like to drive it to see like how it feels because it looks big, and I think he's going for like an urban assault vehicle. Like, I know the shatterproof glass didn't really work out, you know, during yeah, his demonstration. I but I, don't know. I just don't. I don't know. It doesn't make sense to me though. That's you know, financially, like long term. I think you're not gonna you're not gonna tap into the truck market that. No, way. No, I think you're tapping into that niche. You know, enthusiast kind yeah, of so like. So, how I many wanna... are you gonna sell? Doesn't matter. It <laughs> doesn't matter. Listen, the Model Three was made because it is a small car, right? It's not the it's not the huge sedan that's gonna cost you gazillions. You know The Model Three is only slight. I mean, it's almost it's the size a, of the S. It's almost the size of the S, but it is that smaller car that is more affordable. Is the whole idea, right? It's more affordable, and it it's a lighter car, and it's. Better, easier for you to actually like mass produce and do right the s was the luxury car this the roadster is the the one that nobody can drive well, okay so you have to start with the roadster. So roadster was the most expensive one that paid and paved the way for the s the model x was kind of like the you know somewhere in between those two the model three was supposed to be like the the every man's car and yeah. then the y is the crossover vehicle that people want The the pickup trucks is like the pickup trucks are like I'm just gonna put out this super awesome pickup truck. Gonna put it on Mars. Uh, fucking drive my, it around. My only issue is, is it, you would think that okay, I get the roadster thing, right? You created this supercar that can do, it has more capability than any other car ever. It Goes faster. It goes well for it, the price. It, gets, it, it accelerates faster. It does all this other stuff. I think no, is a it is that is kind of a stupid thing. Like, I, there is one car that can beat it, and I think, but it's like a million, 1.2 million. It's like a Bugatti, something or other. Oh, that's three point four million. Oh, three point four. Okay, <laughs> yeah that that one goes like two seconds. This one goes two point four seconds or whatever. But it is Maybe it, it's under two seconds. The Roadster now. is supposed to be the the torque is insane on yeah. it. All this other stuff, the hot top speeds, the the acceleration is just stupid, right? Yeah. And and it broke capabilities of what everybody thought it could do. Right? Everybody thought. You know, you're never going to make an electric car that can do these things like a supercar. It's just going to be the slow... Except for guys that build electric cars. Everybody said it was possible, and everybody knew it was possible, but it was whether or not somebody was going to build it in a price range that was not $6 million right, car, right? right? Yeah, yeah. So he did that. That, like, brought Tesla to light, and everybody was like, Woo, let's buy Teslas. And then he's like, Okay, we're going to make the Model S. This is our luxury sedan. And then we're going to make the Model 3, which is the everyman sedan. And then we're going to make the Model X. That's the the crossover family vehicle, right? Uh, and the Model I, Y too is the I think, same thing. I think the, the Y is version, the crossover, right? and I think the the X is more the luxury, like kind of cool DeLorean doors, like same thing, like almost cyber trucky. But well, it's like, Model S. It's it's set. If you were to put everything in like a grid, like Model S and Model X would be the luxury. It's yeah. luxury sedan, luxury crossover. Model 3 and Model Y are like the everyman yeah, crossover yeah. and everyman sedan, right? And then we're like, we're going to throw out the fucking Cybertruck. It just looks weird. Like it's He doesn't care at that point. But, but why do not you, you think- continue to try to make stuff that's going to be producible and sellable? It is sellable. It's not. Nobody fucking likes the look of it. You say that, but... I, there's there's people okay that there's five h- hipsters in the world that are like yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna spend 120 grand on that stupid no, fucking looking beast there's there's it's a the ton same of people. people that bought the delorean that are gonna go oh yeah that's cool they have so many reservations for this truck it's gonna be crazy when it gets released it's gonna be a couple of years still and you know what i do have a feeling that he might put out a regular type truck like that might just be you know the baseline like hey, let me get some money for this thing, and then, hey, I'm going to put out a truck, just like they did the X and the, the Y at some point. Yeah. I don't know. You know, that's just my assumption. I don't know why he feels like he's got to do something, like, ridiculous just to, like, put it out. You know what I mean? Like, I have to be ridiculous, yeah. and then I can go into my regular production stuff. Well, I I think that's a, a tactic. I think, the, I think the Tesla aura is already there. Like, everybody yeah. waits for what Elon's going to do. What's he going to come out with next? And now I, I think... Most of the country would like to just have him create stuff that we can all afford and we well, can all the, drive. Hey, Model 3 is there. That's if that's what you want, it's in the still crossover. not really that affordable. Well, I mean, you the problem is you're gonna want all the benefits to it no matter what. You're going you buy it for 30 grand or you know, whatever the base is 40 something, they're like 45. Yeah, and then you, you want all the little options, hell yeah. So you end up tacking them some more yeah, on. Yeah, but 45 for a car. It's so a I, small car. Yeah, but I bought the Prius for over 30 so, and that was 15 years ago. I just feel like that's, you know, that's where because what can you get a Prius now? I'm just I I don't know. But mine's fully loaded. Yeah. You know, it had everything. It was yeah. like the, the most time, expensive yeah. one, over 30, and that was 15 years ago. Yeah. So when you think about it, yeah, I'm going to spend 45 to 50 on my next car because that's Inflation and I think, price range. I think and, the Model Three, though, I, everybody was kind of hoping that it would fall into that thirty to forty price range instead think, of forty-five. I think it still got room. I mean, you when you like the scale of manufacturing, right? So uh, the more they mass produce, the cheaper the cost. Yeah, because of, absolutely. So it's still got time. This is like the first year, right? Yeah, nineteen. Well, two thousand nineteen. Two thousand nineteen. So yeah. we hey, we've been at one a year. Yeah, it's crazy. I don't know. I. I <clears throat> That was one thing that going into the car business, I was hoping to see a fast acceleration the way that right. electric cars were going and the way they were pushing for them. I mean, I've only been there three years, but I was hoping to see like a drastic reduce in pricing because there's, I mean, there's seven or eight companies that all have electric vehicles. It's not like it's one guy anymore. There's right. seven or eight, there's competition. You would think that <sighs> with competition would come competitive pricing. Not yet and that's that's Soon. the thing that's the crazy I, I is the scale that it's not competitive pricing no i, I think it's going to be the scale of economies of scale when they start mass producing it and they can they can get it out the door a little better a little more efficient uh, that's when you're going to see the price come down and what's technology i mean every year technology improves so much yeah. that they can you know put it in the best car and then reduce that price by putting it in the 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 you know less luxurious yeah. every man car but I so so interesting I just want to drive one that's just me like I, I've sat in the Nex before and I it's I w- like floating I would like to see the uh the truck in person just right. to see the size of it the what the interior you know what yeah the interior, what it actually looks like I'm sure the interior is beautiful it just I don't know I don't know the exit because they only show that silver one and it does it to me it just looks like a fucking beefy Delorean it really does right I think if it was like dark like the the matte black with like the blackout tires then i think you would have too much of a military look yeah it, it, yeah everybody's gonna want, a, want it but on a 50 cal on the back or whatever yeah that'll go over well <laughs> um, like that's what it's meant for <laughs> i i do when i say too with the the regular looking trucks too because i don't know if you saw like the the rivian is doing they just announced that it's going to be able to do a tank turn yeah, the wheels go backwards or whatever. And it yeah, it's just basically backwards. like one side goes forward, one side goes back. That's and cool. You can just I like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, they have some really cool features. The towing capacity. I would have liked to see them push more in Tesla into their, um, their big trucks. Well, I mean, that's coming out, too. So the semi is coming out. The, the semi has been coming out for, a, it seems like they've been no, talking uh, about this for a long time. I mean, I've seen it. I know it's. I know there's been one out there driving. Yeah, but I I, th- I would have thought by now he would have had it out there and for sale for companies to buy. They the companies have bought like they're. Have pre-ordered. they? Have they? Yeah, pre ordered Well, yeah. I mean, it's the same thing as buying them. They just got to produce them and put them out on the road for these people. Yeah, I would have thought it would have already been done. Dude, it takes a while. I don't know. I'm not a businessman. <laughs> It's can't not even, like he doesn't have factories. You know everywhere. how long it takes for me to make lemonade when I put, make a lemonade stand? I just don't know why it takes so long. to. He has factories. It's not like he he's missing infrastructure. Okay. It's not like there's not infrastructure available. I, okay, I don't know. Okay, Any. I'm, how, how do I do this? He uh, <laughs> got this giant factory. Then you got to build robots. And then you got to build robots to do the thing that's never been done before. So, you know... I get that there's, like, some growing pains, too, but it, it feels like this should have happened a little... Like, you should have this down by now. Right. You should Chevy, have it. You should have a, But they do have assembly lines down, right? Like, right. it's not... They're not... The only time those ones actually don't work is when they fucking go on strike for two months. Right. And it affects the rest of the world and think, drives us all insane. I think what I've heard uh, from people is that normal car lines, auto lines, are, like, straight shots. So, yeah. you know... Like when you do an assembly line, it's like a straight line that you just put everything together and boom, 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 all the way down. I think I don't know how China's built Shanghai. It looks like a straight down automotive plant. Fremont's not like that. The Fremont factory is a little weirder. Well, and that's I mean when they took you it over at, from Toyota, so I don't know what's <laughs> going on there. When you look at most like well, whenever I've seen a commercial that has the actual plant or in my training at work that I've seen where they show the inside of the plant it is i mean there is bends at the end of the building where the but everything is on like a a overhead crane system and it's hanging there and people are just going you know they're you know bolting shit in cars slowly moving down the line so that they can bolt it in all at once i mean that is pretty much standard assembly line procedure yep. there's you know but i don't know I just thought because it, what it's been three years now since he announced the semi, mm, maybe a year. I feel like it's been longer than that. No, nah, I think ah, it's so of hard. Of course, I can't keep track of time anymore, yeah, so it doesn't really matter. You know, a, a, a year to us is like five years or something. No, wait, is it the opposite? Are we like dogs uh, now? Yes, we are dogs. <laughs> it's, I mean, we just did a podcast last week, didn't we? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> that, the, that was the longest stretch of time, and I every week I thought about it. I'm like, oh man, I didn't talk Dan in a week. Oh man, I didn't talk Dan. In I'm two just weeks. glad it didn't. And then snow. all of a sudden, I was like, holy shit, it's been like three months. I'm like, when's the last time I no, did a podcast? Like been eight three months, months ago. No, it wasn't that long. It was like two months, but I was still. Yeah. You talk about the time thing. Like a year turns into five years well, in your head. I, and, I mean, technically, it has been a year. Ha ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> ha 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 ha. I said we missed all the fun events. I was thinking about that on the way here. Yeah, we don't we have anything so to talk much about. Fun shit perfect we've missed so much fun shit in the world like what australia is burning to the ground oh man all the koala bears are gone so the do, kangaroos are all burnt to fences do you remember that like 10 years ago what's that same deal australia burning Burning. yeah because i, I, I remember they had bushfires they had a picture i remember a picture of a koala in a bucket and it was like this the searing scene oh the koalas are dying in the, the fires in Australia and it was like this koala in this like metal bucket and it's like trying to drink water or whatever and it just reminds me of the same thing it's like this happened 10 years ago folks climate hasn't changed much fucking bushfires in Australia they live in a fucking desert well the last thing that I saw though is they're actually like charging people with arson <laughs> I don't know. I mean I it might be happened. it might have been, you know, Republican media that was telling me that ah. it was it was liberals setting the fires as a distraction to the rest of the stuff in the world. How can you tell when our beds are burning? <laughs> you know that guy used to be the prime minister? He might still be the prime minister. I have no idea. The lead singer of Midnight Oil, Prime Minister of Australia for some amount of time, maybe in the nineties, I don't know. I mean, we had that go on though. Australia's burning to the ground. We're starting another war in the Middle East. The Whoa. president got impeached. Whoa. Um, I'm sorry. They started another war in the Middle East. uh, He's Trump's a straight gangster. Like I'm just gonna go assassinate somebody. (laughs) He didn't do it just to do it. He did it in uh, response to something else. The impeachment? No, it was in response to uh, them bombing the or attacking the the U.S. embassy in Iraq. I know. I know. I'm not even a Trump fan. You know that. And I'm like. (laughs) <laughs> I yeah. love that you just you don't the care timing. which side it is. You just want to like create the the conspiracy. It's just character. funny. Like the timing is is odd. Well, you know what the best part was. This is the whole thing with that, right? I had to laugh about it because <clears throat> every you scroll through Facebook, I've I've said before, I have friends on one side and friends on the other side. We're all you know, yeah. It's, it's whatever. It's Everybody ass. on the one on the Republican side, or you know that what what is that considered the right? The right. Okay. So everybody on the right is like, oh, when Obama attacked, you know, whatever, a hundred and some drone strikes and killed innocent people, nobody cared. Right. But when Trump kills one head ISIS or, uh, you know, whatever the hell he is, Iraqi leader that's a warlord. Iranian war general. Yeah, whatever he is. Yeah. Kills one and everybody's in an uproar. And I'm like, yeah, no, I I think there was, I think you were in an uproar when when Obama attacked a bunch of people. And it was all we ever heard about was that there was another drone strike in the Middle East. Well, everybody forgets so quickly, right? It just, uh, the news manipulates the the just, media it, cycle. I and, mean, we've talked about it before. Like, I don't know if I've ever realized in my life how, how biased media is in general, yeah. right? Like, I think. When I was growing up, you always hear, you you always learn about how media is supposed to be an unbiased party and give you, like, the news is supposed to be unbiased. They're supposed to relay the news. They're not supposed to give right. you an opinion. Who, what, or their where, story. when? Yeah. It's supposed to be, like, that's the journalism why? thing, right? Who, what, where, when, why? That's yeah. the journalism thing. You're it's not supposed, supposed to, to be, yeah. yeah. You're not supposed to give your opinion. You're supposed to report the news. Right. And nobody does that. Why? <laughs> no, but it's because of social media. Because on social media, you're always giving your fucking opinion. I don't even know if it's because of social media. Like, it, I started thinking about this, and this may be going back pre social media. Like, it might have been going back, you know, it's just like, how many times did we go over this? Yeah, a little bit. But... I mean,. It, the beginning of social media yes maybe but it was it, it slowly seems like it turned that way and in, in the early 2000s like it slowly started well, to skew so, like biased media right I, I, we might have talked about this a little bit but it had to do with the telecommunications act of 1996 that uh bill clinton kind of pushed into uh into the, the limelight or whatever uh so clinton's like hey guess what we're just gonna deregulate all the media and uh <laughs> All you giant media corporations, now nah, you can buy the little guys and just put them right out of business. <laughs> we don't care, you know, hey. Yeah. So that's what they did. And that's when radio went from cool rock to, hey, corporate rock here. <laughs> you know, everybody's losing their jobs. We're going to automate everything. Don't worry about it because we've got one satellite and it's going to beam out to 23,000 stations. You're going to hear the same music everywhere because we want you to be a clone. <laughs> right well i'm just saying like it, it and it seems like it slowly turned in like the early 2000s right i don't know if it was the middle of social media or if it was just really this this whole corporate you know well that was a corporate conglomeration yeah whatever. i don't know if it was this whole thing with the 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 clinton thing that you're talking about like it, it just started like to settle in like they settled into their groove and they were really getting into it and and well, the backlash like in the early two thousands, right? So the backlash, like, so the corporate media takes over. Corporations in general buy media to promote products and do things, and what would they call it, Uh synergize yeah products with each other. And then the opposite of that is social media, where now anybody uh, can and can tell their opinion or give news. <laughs> you know, and and we're we're a product of that. You know, we we celebrate the idea that. We're just two guys that can give our opinions, and yeah. maybe 50 people listen, and we're super stoked about it all the time. Yeah, <laughs> But that's what it is. But we don't try and like pretend, bless you. Thank you. Uh, we don't try and pretend that we're an authority on the subject. No, we, we I think we state pretty obviously a bunch of times that we're not. <laughs> right, except for when it comes to mass conspiracy by the Clintons. Yeah. But I I just find it funny because every time I – if you flip through the news on the TV, like if you actually sit there and flip through the news, it's so crazy that one network can be reporting the same story one way and the same – and it is so – I don't don't care which side you're on. I don't know how anybody fucking watches Fox News. (laughs) What the fuck's that little twerp's name that's on there? But I don't know if you've seen the uh, new uh, thing, the Dystopia in America series. That's on Fox by some little twerp. It could be the same twerp you're talking about. I want to figure out what his name is. But that series is pretty dead nuts. You know, when they're showing fucking bums in the streets, shooting up, drugs everywhere, paraphernalia, crazy people walking around, shit, just sitting in the streets in San Francisco, you know, that's for real. That's some real stuff. That's some real shit. Yeah. Like in the streets. I walk through it. Not in it. I walk through it. Not in it. I walk through it. What's this guy's name? I don't know. Something something? Yeah, he's uh, he drives me uh, he's such a cocky little bastard. So what's that Netflix series real quick? Uh, House of Cards? Is that the thing? Yeah. yeah. Have you did you watch that? No, I should. You I, I, should because uh really season two and season three is basically Trump. Yeah. I mean, you couldn't steal something from a show more perfectly than what it's going on now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I I I watched that show and I'm like, did Trump just say, "Hey, this guy in the show ran for president in 2016. I'm going to do the same thing." <laughs> I don't know. It seems plausible to me. I can't think of, who's I don't remember what fucking show he's on either. Andrew something? Uh, it's Mick. it's the little guy that he, he and what is, is he on fuck Greg Gutfeld. Oh how could you forget a name like that? Oh, God. He annoys the living shit out of me when you watch him on TV. But you, you want to a... watch him. No, I don't. I, I Every time I turn when he's on the TV at my work, we have we have a lot of Republicans at my work. So, of course, that's the news that they'd rather watch. Fine. <laughs> Fine. Fine. <laughs> I don't know why we turn it on at work because that's the one thing everybody says is don't include politics and in, in religion, right? You don't put it in your workplace. It affects business. Anywhere. Fucking every morning you walk in and Fox News is on. Now for the latest story, yeah, but it, it's like on. I think it's the, his show is Fox and Friends yeah, or whatever, something like that. Probably, but they're in like chairs like we're in, right? Like desk chairs, very comfortable, but desk tall chairs. ones, right? Yes. And they're sitting at a round table and it's talking yep. head session, right? Yep. It's all it's five personalities from their show and they they interchange a couple of them, like they have a couple of the black guy Republican, right? And they have a couple of the women, right? So. You know, and I was using air quotes because it's like we can put any woman's face that believes in what we believe in. Right. But he'll be like telling, he'll be listening to everybody and he sits back in his chair. He leans back a little bit with his legs spread out real wide and arm up in the corner. And he's just, and then he's like, and he's giving that stupid fucking smile. It's like this smug or something. It's kind of a smug look like, (laughs) like, Yeah. Yeah, talk more about Trump. It's almost like he's like, you know, bash the bash the Democrats. Gets me off, baby. Yeah. I, I, he's just I can't every time I look at his face, and then he when he like yells at people, he's just such an ass. I just don't understand it. Like he doesn't state any facts whatsoever. Who needs facts, Alan? There there is never anything brought up. Like he doesn't ever go into like he doesn't cite anything. He doesn't give you any examples of anything. He's just like, "But if the Democrats did it," so he doesn't wiki. I I don't think he does anything. Like he just shouts, "But if the Democrats did it." That's Nancy Pelosi. She's a fucking scumbag. You and, you understand that's what sells now. You got to sell advertising time. That's it's not a news organization. It's it's a uh, infotainment. Infotainment. It really seems like I mean. I don't know, was it, what, uh, BuzzFeed. Is BuzzFeed the start of all this bullshit? Uh, no, I would think that AOL's homepage is <laughs> Right? But, they, I mean, because they, even on AOL, like, it would give you, like, all the news sources, right? Like, it would give so, you stories from ABC, NBC. Right, and we might have talked about this before, but, you know, for the most part, is the mic falling over? It is. Uh, it, it sat there for for months, not being touched. Now it's now it's like ah, I'm being used. Um, but I yeah, grab it like aggressively, like Greg right. Gutfeld. So so I mean, you look at the AP and you look at Rutgers, and I, I think those are the two most trusted sources. Are they though? That's the thing, though. Is you most see them. Trusted you right see now. them cited most. as. Those are the ones, right? So even if NBC reports on something, usually it's like a, it's a, it's in is, isn't it Reuters, not Rutgers? I don't know. Re- Reuters, Reuters, Reuters is what it does. Yeah. Reuters, those are guys at the gym. I am so yeah, I'm so tired. <sighs> but it, you see those, like it says on there, it says you know yeah. Reuters on the bottom of pictures and articles and that yeah. kind of stuff. But even their stuff, I think you'd have to go directly to them because they cite those companies because those are you the ones that are go, giving the yes, facts you right? are correct you have to so go to you have those to go articles go directly to those and then companies. You, can, you can pretty much find out an almost unbiased news story mostly unbiased right and, and if right? you and if you read 3 of them right so AP Reuters and BBC okay You know, you read three, you read through it, you find the gray in the middle, and you go, okay, the story's somewhere in there. Do I need to do that fucking much work to find out what's going on in the world? That's ridiculous. If you want to know what's going on in the world, I'd rather just close it all off and just read Dig. But see that... To me, that makes it worse because that makes me feel like the conspiracy guy because usually it's the conspiracy, like it used to be the conspiracy guy that had to find 17 different articles on, okay. on so, one thing, right? So, I mean... Now I got to now I got to dig up three to not find a conspiracy? So Epstein didn't kill himself <laughs> or did kill himself? Is Who that the what fuck you're knows? Saying? Is that what you're saying? I don't know. Don't what does video. Reuters say? They don't have video of it. What does Reuters say? What does the AP say? You're saying there's not a wag the dog scenario, of, you know impeachment's happening next thing you know oh we're gonna go after this guy no epstein already killed himself or didn't kill himself before (laughs) the impeachment right and then the impeachment happened it's like who's on first what's on second ukraine You know, <laughs> it's so confusing. I don't get what it. happened to Ukraine? What like happened they, to Ukraine? They—they're they, just out of the news now. Yeah, uh, right. They, they don't do anything. What's going on? Hey, but we're—we are, we are in Ukraine, and we got gas line, and nothing bad happened here. <laughs> we are in the middle of a civil war, just over, just just over. <laughs> Biden settled everything. We do that. We were good. With Trump come in, say, shake shit up. We do whatever. I mean, we need money like everybody else. Hey. And you know you do all this stuff too and then you get like late night hosts, right? Yeah. They don't they just don't give a fuck. Fox doesn't have a late night show. Everything is ABC, NBC, CBS. So all of Hollywood hates Donald Trump basically. You know, there's not very many that are there. And the and two now that they are, do, now they hate him. Before they were they loved him. I don't even think they loved him before. Yeah, they did. They they're all over him all the time like, "Ah, celebrity Apprentice, they were all there. No, no. It's cuz he ran a show. Did as a politician wanted, though as did, a politician when he like decided he was gonna run they were like no this isn't a good idea right so Hollywood was all over I think I think to be honest it's hard to say because I, I was watching a documentary about him and it seems like even though his dad pretty much funded his career yeah uh, that people loved him in New York because he kept jobs there he he built awesome buildings yeah you know he changed the landscape of and and not always for the best, like Taj Mahal and, and the boardwalk, you know, kind of yeah. fucked that up. But, I mean, he really did a lot for New York City. I mean, New York City was grimy, and he, he bought in at a time when... I thought that was, uh, what's-his-face, the mayor that cleaned up the streets. The mayor did help, <laughs> you know, but when when you look at somebody who's re- reshaping, putting, you know, millions of dollars out there. Now, of course, taking tax, and, uh, tax breaks and all that, which... Yeah. A lot of the mayors, and I can't remember who was against them at that time, but you know they didn't like that. Like, oh, why are we giving him all these tax breaks? Well, he's, you know, he's hedging his money. Yeah. To do something great, and like. Well, and that's one of those constant fights that we that we've talked about before yeah. on the show. It's like the constant political fight. The politicians don't want to give you the tax break. Yeah. The businessman wants the tax break, and his argument is, the the whole argument is, do you give the tax break to the guy that's going to invest a ton of money in your area? Well, and create to jobs, and at, create jobs because that's an income tax, and and then not pay as much in taxes as the people that he's employing, right? Or do you Amazon tax him a right? shit ton and he leaves, and then there's nothing there, right? right? And it is, it's the Amazon. I think that's when we talked about it. Was when they were talking right. about putting Amazon here. Was do you give them five million dollars in tax incentives to employ a thousand people, right? Is it worth it for your community? And that's like the biggest fight. Certain politicians are like, fuck no, I don't want to do that. And certain politicians are like, hell yes, we want to do that. Right. We want to invest in the community, but you always have the fight. Meanwhile, uh, New York's one of the biggest states that people are leaving. So we're losing yeah, that's, that, tax base. That's fake news, though, too, right? I don't know, is it? I don't know. I don't. I mean, Buffalo, I, I feel like here's the thing, right? I feel like everybody else is leaving New York, all the, the downstate people, New York City, maybe just outside of there. Uh, and meanwhile, people are flooding to Buffalo, but not in the same numbers that they're leaving New York City. Yeah. So, you know, we have... But why cheap- are they leaving New York City? I think it's being priced out, not as much as, like, San Francisco. Is it just real estate prices, or is it, like... I mean, I know we're <sighs> one of the higher-taxed areas, Yeah. but that's probably one of the things, though, too. But you get a Definitely lot of... one of those things, yeah. You get a lot of people that run businesses, these you know these millionaires they run businesses in New York City but they don't live there. Yeah. They never have. Why, why why would you? Like I I don't even to be honest the taxes here are outrageous. They are. And I don't like paying them and I wouldn't want to live in California either where you're paying outrageous taxes for nonsense that you don't even uh, services you don't use and fun they said the the homeless rate in California like quadrupled or did something crazy last year. Like Tons of people are going there because they know that they can live on the streets or get money or get funding and do all that stuff. It's absolutely crazy. Yeah, I don't know, and that's a, well. And then everybody will point on, you know, they'll say it's a Democrat thing because the two highest tax states in, the, Democratic, in, the, in yeah. the nation are Democratic states. They're blue states, and they, and then then California's got a shit ton of homeless population. Yeah. So I mean, L A and San Francisco. I mean, it's just it is dirty. Like it's so dirty. <laughs> no, it's just you know people camping on the streets, shitting everywhere. It's you know when when they well talk if you're about homeless, where else are you gonna they, shit? They should put a porta potty out there. You know it it shouldn't be like oh that's very liberal of you is thinking that you should I put think, up porta johns. Hey, you know what? I'm all I don't want the plague. We I, we might you know I don't want the plague back. I'd rather just have them. We're slowly working on it with the flu around here. Yeah, well, well that's. <laughs> I, I don't know. Did you get a flu shot? I didn't. Yeah. That's that's good. That's mind control, man. <laughs> <laughs> I uh you gotta build up your resistance. Well, that's how I kind of I, I've always kind of felt about it. Well, you and I had super immunity. We, so, we do, yeah. Because yeah. We, we don't get flu shots. No flu shots and we used to work in a place with uh germs from every country. Yeah. Yeah. So Um no I the flu shot thing I think I don't know. I do agree. Like kids and elderly should take, should get it. Okay, it's definitely a thing. I think if you're in somewhat good health and you can fight it off, I don't know. In, in my mentality, I don't need it. We're not anti vaxxers We're no, just anti-fluers. Definitely, definitely not anti vaxxers Correct. I just think some of that stuff can get too overwhelming for your body. I don't know. It's just a mentality. I've never gotten one. I don't ever. I don't ever plan on it. If my wife, on? the if my wife, the nurse told me hey, I better go get my flu shot, I'll go get my flu shot. Hey, let's infect you with uh, the flu. <laughs> it's not the flu. <laughs> Dead flu. That is the biggest, like... Whatever it is, I don't know. The biggest lie to the world ever is the flu shot is not the flu. Hey, by the way, uh, we want to cure AIDS, so we're just going to inject you with a little bit of it. <laughs> hey, the flu is like the plague, though, where it's... I, I, to me, because it evolves every year, right? Yeah. You get a vaccine for it. It runs its course. The flu season stops. Well, I wouldn't say it's like and the then plague. The next, I don't think the plague, like... Changed, I think that was just gross conditions causing the plague. Well, I'm sure like there was soap. other no, it was soap, like people use soap, and then the plague didn't spread anywhere. <laughs> okay, so it's not like the plague, but the flu <laughs> is like one of those, it's like the crazy thing, the it, it does evolve every year, yeah. So it's different. You get a flu shot based on what was here last year, yeah. And yeah. there, and there is some science to they do adjust it to what they think it's going to do. Is that like historically? Is that like adjusting your routine based on the weather prediction? Yeah, kind of. It's <laughs> like they they take the vaccine and they look at what it's historically done and how it's changed and they cuz I I the one day I read a whole story on it. Wow. I got really into it and it was from like somebody who makes the flu vaccine. Like they spend a lot of time forecasting what the flu va- or the flu is going to do and what it's going to be this year. You know what I mean? Right. But yeah, that was I don't know. I'm sure you saw the news because there was a young kid in Buffalo that died from it, Yeah, the flu. I know. So, it's, that's, that's, of course, sad news. Yeah. You know, I can't make too light of it. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, that if the flu is a deadly, you know, thing. Like, yeah. Get a cold, you could die, yeah. if you, especially if you're an infant or elderly, like you're saying. Well, yeah, kids and elderly are the ones that react the worst to it. So I, I you know, knock on wood. I've been pretty lucky this season and it pretty much ravaged right through my work people just got sick (laughs) sick sick you know and just puking everywhere and and everything like that so i'm i feel lucky i think it's through uh my workplace but it hasn't even snowed yet like it hasn't even got to the no i know know they say flu season's kind of tailing off but i don't think we're even close (laughs) see and that's it you know when you said because it ravaged through work and because of where we worked at before I've always kind of seen that where, even if I get a flu vaccine, I never get the cold. Even like I get like one cold a year, it's never really like crazy. It's just kind of like a you know two or three days in bed with a little bit of a fever, nothing nasty. Oh, and I don't know what it is with me. Like I'll watch everybody around me at my work just being like done, like they're shot, like they can't do anything for a week. Oh yeah, not and yet. and then I and then I'm like, yeah, I got I got the sniffles. <laughs> yeah, mine's like twenty four hours, man. It comes on. Yeah. and i'll be like oh i'm going to die and then i wake yeah. up the next morning i'm like shit i feel better fuck yeah I like i said to... i mean i know i know i've always had like the institution institutional thought of like if a doctor's pushing you to get something it's probably just beneficial to him and not to you uh, right <laughs> like it might help me a little bit but it's not a, it's not as beneficial as he's making it sound right now or she's making it sound and i'll tell you what i don't know if i like to get my flu shots from my grocery store well you you can get it at any pharmacy I have my gro- hey, come down to Wegmans, get your free flu shot. Well, it's because they have a pharmacy, so your pharmacist can give it to you. I, I just, it's weird. <coughs> I'm picking up a pizza, I'm getting a sub for my buddy, and I'm getting the flu shot. Yeah. Well, and, it, and and uh, you know, to go farther on what I was saying, it, the, if a doctor tells me, uh, it's one of those things, I'm like, man, if my wife looks at me and goes, you need to do this because she's a nurse, I'm not saying she's a doctor, but if she's like, hey, you need to get this done, I'm like, oh, okay, make me an appointment. Yeah, you know, I'm having one of those uh, thoughts in my head, like I'm not married, I might end up just dying. <laughs> you know, no no one's telling me, hey, you should go to the doctor. <laughs> I know, I'm going to go. I'm just joking around, everybody. No, that's a, but she, she's like the, you know, she she knows her shit, you know. Yeah. To praise my wife a little bit, she's a fucking good nurse, and she's good at what she does. And she uh, knows her shit. And if she says to get it done, just don't tell her. It done. don't tell her to listen to the podcast. Yeah, She's going to hear in, that first part. Yeah, no, I won't. <laughs> this will just be between us. Oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, you, that's You, you me, and Sweden. Yeah. Oh, are we in Sweden now all of a sudden? Yes, of course, Sweden. <laughs> Your accents are fucking hilarious. <laughs> but, yeah, that's a, it's one of those things. But I always feel bad for her because she has to deal with all these sick people at work. So she does get a little bit of sick. Yeah. I think she does her flu shot. I think she actually gives herself her shot she it's almost like working there is the flu shot, right? like you just get whatever no, 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 I think she actually gives herself a flu what, shot. Did I see somebody had measles somewhere. Well, yeah, that started a little run there. Yeah, for, like, again, it's like get your vaccines, damn it. Yeah, and and that's where that's when that whole like uh, vaccine thing, like people were like, "What the fuck is wrong with you people?" And New York State anti vaxxers are idiots. New York State instituted that law, right? So two thousand twenty, they, they did. But that's what everybody's blown up. Like, wh- where? Why can the government tell me what to do? And I'm like, you get all these. It's funny because I get all these friends that are like, "Too much government," right? Which you've said that you've had that thought right you don't oh, like I, yeah. too much government too much, fuck, yeah. but they made the law to do the vaccines and they're like that's not right like they shouldn't butt it in my personal life well that's not that's just being really fucking smart because you idiots won't do it on your own well uh, le- they're legislating yeah they're legislating health but hey you want free socialized health care you better be caught up on your vac- <laughs> vaccines i mean if if yeah if you're taking something from the government the they should gonna... be able to tell you what to do well they shouldn't <laughs> but they will but they right. should be. If if you are, if the government is funding your life, how can they not be the ones that tell you how to live it? It's like mom and dad, right? You yeah. live at home with mom and dad; they're paying your way. Yeah, they're gonna tell you the rules. They're gonna tell you what the fuck you can do. It's the government. <laughs> Same thing. So you're you're on the government's dime. Hey, by the way, uh, you're on our health care. Stop smoking. Stop <laughs> smoking, or else you know we'll, we're gonna do something. We don't know what because you don't have money, but. <laughs> See, here's my problem with like that whole like the government shouldn't tell me how to live my life. Well, you know why they're doing this. They're not telling me how to live my life because I was doing it anyway. Right. Right. Like my kids are vaccinated. They're caught up. When the school tells me they're not caught up, I send them to the doctor to go get caught up. Right. So I was doing it no matter what. So the government's not butting into my life and forcing me to do it because I was already doing it. But there's enough of you fucking idiots out there that aren't doing it that they feel they need to make a law. Right. Well, it's a it becomes a public health issue at that. Exactly. Point, right? That's what I mean. Like, there's enough people that are are saying, you know what, vaccines cause autism. Well, yeah, the whatever <laughs> nonsense that was, uh, Jenny McCarthy. Jenny McCarthy. Yeah. yeah. Hi. I'm a police But Boy she convinced Fire. enough people in America that that was that's why you shouldn't vaccinate your children. And then there's all the other people that are like. No, I don't want to live my life like that. Like we don't we don't vaccinate. Well, that goes to the helmet thing. Like, hey, I I ride a motorcycle. I know what I'm in for. Yeah. Uh I'm not wearing a motorcycle helmet, but that's an individual making a choice for themselves. Yeah. This is an individual making a choice for a child that's probably not the best choice. Yeah. And and then you have stuff like, well, HPV, right? So they have the yep. vaccine for that a sexually transmitted disease, yep. so people have some kind of puritanic thing about that. Still, well, they don't want to get their kid, give their kid a vaccine for something that's sexually transmitted disease, but yet, but it it can also not be transmitted sexually. Like you can get it when you're born, but but you know what I'm saying. Right. <laughs> you can get it when you're born, but you know what I'm because saying because your it's, mother has it. It's because your mother made a decision to have unprotected but, sex. But still, the the stigma is what causes. I don't care people about to, stigma. Oh. I, Stigma, see, and that's one of the things that I, I can't stand. Like when people go, "Oh, the stigma," so the church isn't going to believe in it because of the stigma. Fuck the stigma, it's just the truth. Like you can get it from coming out of the womb, and there's a lot of women that have HPV that don't realize it. Like they, because sure. it's, it's not something that gives you like people don't signs. Talk, people don't talk about that stuff anymore. I don't know about you and maybe it's just because well we're the older. 90s it w- when we were growing up there was like a huge push for it because of like the AIDS epidemic. Yeah, so yeah. like it was constantly being talked about like STDs are a thing and we need to talk about them and you need to get them taken care of and you need to put a condom on and you need to have this done because right. you're going to fuck up your life if you don't. Yeah. So yeah, there was giant always everywhere. Yeah. But that was also the same thing with like rock the vote, right? Like yeah. it was it it's the same time frame. It was when what the fuck were we concerned about? <laughs> There wasn't that much going on. It was mostly no, internal it was a, issues. It was a culture war, and we were swept up in it yeah. because they were trying to change from this old Republican guard, Reagan, yeah, yeah, Bush, yeah. and bring in the new hip guy, Clinton, yeah. who likes to shove cigars in women's private places. The, the, allegedly. It's not allegedly. <laughs> it's not allegedly. <laughs> he wasn't convicted of those crimes. <laughs> he wasn't peached <pizza>. though. <laughs> he did a, But he wasn't convicted. He did not have a trial... In the Senate that had witnesses. That's all I know. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and, and he wasn't officially impeached. He was. Con- he was. Well, uh, a lot of people died. <laughs> Who could have been witnesses? Right? Isn't that what happened? No. Didn't people get like suicided? No, I don't know. Maybe Whitewater. He, he he didn't kill himself. The funny thing is Whitewater was a big thing. Yeah, and I don't even remember that was over some real estate that they were buying, and the guy yeah, the guy, I can't the I guy, can't guy got remember. suicided. <laughs> <laughs> some the impeachment somebody brought that up that too long ago they go they they said something about trump and they go they were like i don't know which side of the fence you're on but you know i don't like this donald trump guy and i go yeah i don't know i said i'm you know i'm not a big trump fan and then then they go so were you for hillary i'm like fuck no <laughs> well i'm like no it's just as bad to me i don't i i did did not like either candidate. See, the the good thing about Trump is he just fires people. Like you're fired, you're fired. He's not like, kill him. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, <laughs> the Clintons already had the trusted people in the inner circle, right? They were in the cabinet. Trump well, was like, Trump was like, oh fuck, why did I hire this dude? Like, who told me to hire this guy? You're fired. Uh, like you're fired too. Fuck you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let me just roll through these people. Yeah. How many cabinet members has he rolled through in his... The whole cabinet? I don't know. But, like, twice, right? Like, he's, like, one and a half times through firing people. Yeah. Hey, he's just... He's about providing jobs to the economy. (laughs) He's... (laughs) Giving people a resume boost. I'm surprised he hasn't spinned it that way. (laughs) Soon. Soon. This is my way of stimulating the economy. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Yeah, it's just... Politics is silly, but we... You know, we just... It's a joke. It's a joke, everybody. It's just a joke. Conspiracy theories are not. I mean, it's not like it's not like all the crack cocaine and went through Little Rock, Arkansas, when Clinton was uh, a governor, and he knew about all that, and then suddenly became president. Is that a conspiracy theory? That is a fucking fact. Oh, yeah. Do we have to go to Snopes for this? That the CIA ran uh The CIA Iran has Con- been running drugs for, uh, that, like, hundreds of years. I, right? ran, I think it was Iran-Contra. Was that that? Or is this just the... Iran-Contra affair? I don't I remember think this what Iran-Contra affair was. That was Reagan. That was Reagan, They right? were selling guns for drugs to fund the 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 Contras against the Iranians. But if you look up the CIA and selling crack, I believe that was Little Rock, Arkansas, that they would fly planes in. That was Barry... They would, that's where the strip was, right? Yeah, yeah. And he just turned a blind eye to it. Clinton was just like, yeah, he was just what, like what's, man. what's going on there? Oh, just flying some planes in. I <laughs> uh, just bring a little baggie over. I'm trying to see what this was. Occurring. yeah, the Reagan administration was iran Contra. Yeah, yeah, because that was what's his name. They facilitate the senior administration of- officials secretly facilitated the sale of arms to the Khome- Khomeini government of the Islamic Republic of Iran, and which was the subject of an arms embargo. Right they hope to use the proceeds the of the arms sale to fund the contras in Nicaragua under the Boland amendment further funding of the contras by the government had been prohibited by congress right so you know that's the other thing is you see, you hear all these fucking things right <sighs> like yeah. how does it i don't know, i love that we live in this country but you you hear about these things and you're like what the fuck i thought we were like the, the cool guys like i thought like we are why, why, we are why the cool is our guys? country running around like funding warlords in in nicaragua our country isn't that's deep state shit that's that cia man but why 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 are these things going on because they because somebody somewhere says this guy's a threat or that guy's a threat and they decide well there's no way that the people there are going to make a decision because they're oppressed or maybe they don't care and you know what? We're gonna we're gonna make a decision for them, which is the worst thing. That's like a Roman but that's what I mean. Empire. type Yeah, but thing. why why do these things happen? Right? Like, why isn't there just a mentality of like, let's just chill, like let's not get into the, all this other stuff? You might have to go back to World War Two for that. Like when between isolationism and you know being a global society, we really pushed that global society speak. You know, in the '80s and '90s, like let's globalize, let's get out into the world, and U.S. was like the policeman for for the every country. Yeah, but I I just don't. And it probably went on longer than that. Like you said, the World War II thing, right? Because you're out there fighting with everybody else. Yeah, and, and, and then when did NATO form? I'm guessing NATO right formed right after it, that, right after World War and II. And you're like, it's hey, like in the '50s. By the way, we're just gonna keep a, a base here in Germany, a base here in Poland. Yeah. Uh, you know, Italy, sorry, and but... our police force, which is NATO, is going to be all over the world. And they train in fucking Norway. Right. Right. And then they have, they have, you have the UN, which is part of your global thing, right? Like, all these nations coming together yeah, to try to it's make like a world the facade. Yeah, the facade of, you know, uh, uh, world... Yeah, but that's where they come together. But that's you know that's where those deals are going down, right? Like, yeah, there's the handshakes and the the because the CIA is like, oh, your your president's gonna be at the UN summit this weekend. You know, you should send your head CIA official over too, because you guys can just fly in the same plane and it's not gonna be the not gonna be any different. So let's all meet in New York City. (laughs) All right, we want that guy out of office. Um, They're not gonna do it themselves, so we're gonna fund them. And then, but we're going to do it through money that we do with a, because we have a friendly relationship with you. Well, no, it's like, where can we get that money from? Hey, let's sell drugs. <laughs> we can't sell drugs. It is like the funniest thing ever, right? We like, can't sell drugs. <laughs> yeah. You know that dude, Fidel something? No. Uh, who's that? Uh, Nick, uh, what's that guy in Nicaragua that, uh I, I can't remember. Whoever, you know, whoever they're getting it from. Whoever, and now they're just like, you know what? Fuck it. Instead of selling drugs to buy arms, how would we just make le- weed legal and sell drugs in America? <laughs> we can defund all of Mexico that way. Yeah, well, it, that's it's the funniest thing too. Is there the, the war on drugs was was Reagan too, wasn't it, or it was? Oh yeah, the it was first Reagan, Bush, it was right. It, no, it was Reagan. It's Nancy, Na- it? Nancy Reagan. Nancy Reagan war on drugs, and during his administration, he declared. Yeah, he declared the war on drugs through her, though. Whatever, right? I Either think way. she was the face of like the the first lady face of the anti-drug movement. I think a lot of people wanted to do drugs after seeing that face. <laughs> but, so, she she's like doing that and he's preaching the war on drugs and fighting the war on drugs and in the background they're fucking selling guns to one country and funding a, exactly. a revolution in another country. Yep. And they're selling drugs over here. <laughs> yeah. They're having war on war. They're having war on war. It's just, I don't know, it's fucking hilarious. That's our life. No, nah, but that's the thing is I just don't understand how it got that way. Why can't we have, like, the 1800s? There's some shit going down in the 1800s. Like hundreds. span The Spanish Civil War. We sent troops to the Spanish Civil War, and I don't think they wanted any part of that. I think we funded the wrong side of that war. <laughs> we were on the wrong side of the Spanish Civil War. We probably were. A bunch of American troops sitting there. It was the Spanish-American War, right? You're talking about, like, where they, the Spaniards uh, and the Americans uh, fought side by side? They did fight, yeah. I'm not. Yeah, or the War of 1812 or some shit. No, no, that's totally different, bro. <laughs> but I know what you're talking about. But it's still like, like I, I don't know. Well, Hemingway, I think, fought in the Spanish Civil War. Yeah, and he's like, "Why are we fighting with the?" <laughs> so it's just been going on for fucking yeah. ever. It's like, why are these guys socialists? <laughs> are you guys socialists? Who's who's the other side? Are they anarchists? No, they're not Nazis. Nazis aren't around yet. Yeah. What are those other guys? I don't know. What the I don't fuck know. They are. Okay. Well, anyways, Alan, I know you have to get to the road soon. Yeah, I got to go tear shit up. I got to go play construction worker. The, the, the one thing that I got to say, though, is through all those wars and everything, right? Yep. The best stories come out of, like, World War II and, and World War I, right? Trent, or World War I especially. Trench fighting. Right. Like that movie? Ally soldiers. Yep and German soldiers cuz the trenches are like old school like small battlefields right. fucking just going at each other from like 150 yards away right right find dig up some of the stories on Christmas day some of the best story you never heard about these stories okay is this a christmas tradition in your house no no i, mean, I it, it got brought to light again with doctor who which i love fucking watching doctor who but they were talking about okay. the, in the last in the christmas episode they <laughs> okay. did this they went to one of the trenches okay so in the Doctor Who episode, there's a whole story based around an ally officer and a German officer stuck in a mortar pit, pointing guns at each other, about to kill each other. Time freezes, blah, blah, blah. Well, when they come back to the pit, they're sitting there. And one of the stories from World War One was they're in the trenches. It's Christmas Day. And they're just sitting there. It's cold. They're miserable. They're not fighting at the moment. And all of a sudden, somebody like one of the two sides starts singing Christmas carols in the pits. They're in the trenches singing Christmas carols because they they stopped fighting for Christmas Day. Like, they knew it was Christmas Day. So then the other side, from across the battlefield, starts singing, too. And instead of, like, getting pissed off at each other, they just basically raised up white flags, walked out of the trenches, sat there and celebrated Christmas together as allies and the Axis powers in the fucking battlefield, Right. They did. Fake news. No, it's not. This is true stories. They had these... Wait, is this on the Who episode? No, this is this is a true... It stems from a true story. Oh. I remember hearing about the It's oh, yeah, the Christmas yeah. Day ceasefire oh, yeah. in one of them. It's the Christmas Day ceasefire, and they, they sat there, they celebrated Christmas. At the end of the day, Like they didn't want to leave, and they're shaking hands, saying their goodbyes to these people they just spent the entire day celebrating Christmas on a battlefield. And they, you can... Like in the Doctor Who, obviously it's acted up, but you can imagine what that's like to sit there with the guy that you're about about to take fire on in the next sunrise, right? (laughs) And you're looking at him and going, "I just celebrated Christmas with this dude." So not like the Tet holiday in Vietnam where they were like, "Oh, it's the New Year in Vietnam, no one's gonna kill us," and then all of a sudden they launched a whole offensive. Yeah, no, that's the that's the Tet offensive. Yeah, yeah, no, that's completely different. But this one is, you know, this is, like, the good-hearted story of, like, no matter what's going on in the world, there is still, like, when you get down to the nitty-gritty and it's the the people that are actually fighting the fight, right? Well, they're just pawns, right? They're pawns. Yeah. So think about those people throughout the year, because I don't know when the fuck me and Dan are going to record again, so... Right. <laughs> Good thing we got drones. Good thing we got drones. But... Think about those people that are heading overseas right now, because we did have a lot of New Yorkers in part of the Fort Drum and people from Niagara Falls that are headed that way. It is not World War 3 It's just- not World War 3 yet, but they are overseas now. So you got a lot of people from this area that are over there. Got a lot of friends that are going to be over there if it does go into something worse. So, Hopefully not. Hopefully not. But... But on that terrible, terrible note. Thanks for bringing the downer. Hey, I had to. Like I said, I don't know when we're going to be here again. So Yeah, we've got to make everybody depressed. I, for the next show. I don't give a shit. They're in Sweden. They don't care what the fuck's going on. There's, They're part of NATO. No, we'd like the uh, one more distraction. Yeah. Uh, that's the worst one. Okay, anyways. Yeah. You got to do spicy meatball. <laughs> I'm not doing that. <laughs> uh, anyways, thanks for listening, Russia. You're our best customer. Yeah. <laughs> all right that's it <laughs> rush is our best customer too <laughs> hustle hey, the band hustle hype checked out one of our podcasts sweet we've been getting a lot of hits on the facebook page recently so the keep facebook. that up well that's because one guy said he wanted to be on a podcast so i was like hey oh yeah yeah i didn't even look at it okay who Sorry. is it uh rachel's brother oh okay i think he's, he's an actor kind of okay cool maybe semi-comedian maybe if sometime we ever get together again Maybe if anybody could ever make it here, other than you, at ten o'clock in the morning yeah. on a Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. So. Okay. All right, Dan. All right, Alan. Good Thanks being for, here. Thanks everybody yeah. for listening. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. <laughs> See ya. The-